0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcasting from the golden spread of Texas, this is the Fred Hughes Show. With each episode, we introduce to you an inspiring person or message to help you grow and unlock your potential in life. I'm Fred Hughes, professional photographer, pastor, teacher, author, and your show host. Thank you for joining us and welcome to this episode brought to you by the faithful partners of Decision Ministry. Well good evening. my name is Fred Hughes and um, just welcome this evening. I'm excited about uh, what we're fixing to do tonight I have a special guest that I'm that I'm really excited about to introduce you to. Um, so we're we're excited about having the opportunity to uh, share the gospel over over this kind of a platform. It's just amazing how, from all around the world, you can, um, you can touch people and you can have visit, visitation and fellowship with people right in the big middle of, of, uh, of, of a snowstorm. We were, we lost our power this, uh, yet last night and didn't even have any power in the house. And it came on, uh, probably three, three or four hours ago. And so it's, I'm just enthusiastic about being here and, and being, having the show go tonight. So we're excited about, uh, everything that God's doing in our life and uh, excited about the ability to just sit right here in our personal surroundings and be able to uh, break open the word of God and have fellowship with people that are even around the world. Uh, my guest tonight is from Australia and he's there tonight and so or hes it's actually morning for him this morning so <laughs> it's evening for us here in the United States so I'm just excited about all of that. I want to remind you before we get started that um, this is a time of ministry, and I want to give anybody and everyone the opportunity to be ministered to if you want, because we want to, we have uh, a team that is uh, a prayer team that's ready to pray with you and lift you up. They're all um, full of the spirit and full of the, of, of, uh, the readiness to, to just serve God. And pray for you and lift you up and, and encourage you. That number, if you want to um, avail yourself of that, is 806 338 2929. 806 338 2929. And uh, somebody will, you know, there's a little menu that comes on. If you need Spanish, well, we have Spanish speakers. Uh, if you need English, well, then we have English speakers. Unfortunately, this number is not quite available in Australia yet, <laughs> but, uh, we are trying to work on getting, um, getting it to, we out of, out of country. So it's just basically USA, uh, number right now. So, uh, but we want to, you know, understand, want you to understand we love you and we want to pray for you if we can. So, uh, no matter where you live, <clears throat> the, um, Premise of tonight is just uh, my, like I said, uh, going to be a couple of people on your screen, <clears throat> and we're just going to have a little conversation to start with. I'm going to ask him some questions, but uh, my, my my dear friend Gary Preston is with us tonight. Say hello, Gary.
1: Hi, Fred, and hello, people out there in the third dimension. Um, yeah, back to you.
0: Yeah, Gary, I wanted to ask you uh, to just share a little bit about kind of where you are. I see a lovely background back there behind you, and you've uh, changed that every once in a while, but you're traveling right now.
1: I am, Fred, but let me say firstly, thank you very much, Fred, and Decision One Ministries for this opportunity to share the Word of God with your audience. Um, it is, I'm honored to be invited Um I, I've been watching your previous speakers and um, truly they are hard acts to follow, is what we say over here in Australia. Um, As to where we are and the photo in the background, um, my daughter is a professional photographer and she took this photo, um, I believe it's in Broome, Western Australia. Yes, it's a fake background. (laughs) I've got the right behind me right now is the window of our RV. Um, We call them caravans over here. My wife and I, um, we retired from paid work back in 2017. And we've been what we Aussies call living the dream, um, traveling around in our luxury RV, seeing what our beautiful country looks like. And uh, right now, I'm coming to you from Perth in Western Australia. Back to you,
0: Fred. That's cool. You don't live in Western Australia, though. Where, do, where exactly do you live?
1: Well, at the moment, we're living in our RV. We've been in the RV full time for three years, but we do have a home back in Brisbane on the East Coast. Um people tend to go and and visit the places they haven't been before and me being a Queenslander and an east coaster I wanted to have thoroughly have a look at the west the west coast and um yeah over here we have been impacted um to a certain extent by the um the covid stuff that's been going on as far as our travel at the moment the state border is closed between Um, Western Australia, where we are now, and the rest of Australia. But um, that's not all that restrictive because Western Australia is a massive state. The country of Australia is roughly the same size as the USA, uh, and the state of Western Australia would be, well, it's at least least a quarter of the whole continent mass, maybe maybe even pushing towards one-third it might only be one of the states but it's by far the biggest of the states so um yeah we've and you know we've got uh, family over here so we've been from north to south and and looking around we still we're still finding new places that we haven't been and we've been doing this for 3 years fred
0: that's cool that's cool well, I, I uh, also wanted to, to, you, know, you to kind of comment on your group that you have. You have a, um, uh, a church um, that, it, that you're affiliated with, but also you have your own ministry. And so tell us a little bit about how we can, how people can get a hold of you or how they can uh, chime in to uh, some of the things that you have. I know you have a podcast and you have, you have a lot of things going on. So fill us in on that right quick.
1: Yeah, thanks, Fred. Uh, well, our ministry name is Grace, Faith, Christian Discipleship. And basically, we're a Bible study. Uh, the way we started, Gloria and I, um, God spoke to us um, many years ago, decades ago, and said, um, you know, he asked us to, well, we just knew, you know, you, you know, you'd, you need to do something. And Gloria said, I feel we need to do something. And I said, yeah, what are we going to do? You know? So we tried, we just knew we had to do something. So we, first of all, we rented a space in an office in Ipswich and, um, which is on the outskirts of Brisbane where we were living, where our home was and still is. And, um, you know, the, as Andrew Womack says, the people stayed away in, in droves and, uh, uh, so we we were having uh, meetings in a room that we were renting and uh, nobody was turning up and we'd still hold the meetings and um, sometimes it'd be just the two of us and sometimes it'd be three three of us. And in the end, I said to Gloria, I said, "We, you know, we could be doing this in our lounge room at home. You know, as soon as we started doing it in our lounge room at home instead of uh, renting space, people started coming to our house. And so it ended up, developing into a, um, a home Bible study. And that home Bible study went over on the east coast of Australia for about um, five years until we actually moved over while we were working to Western Australia. And at that stage, we were calling it Simple Church because we followed the Simple Church model. Um, but neither Gloria and I are called to pastor. So we felt that it was a bit misleading to have the name Simple Church Church, I have the name church on the end of it so we just changed over to calling it um gfcd grace faith christian discipleship and and basically it's a bible study now when we uh, retired from paid work um i prayed to god and i went how am i going to do this you know we we want to to go traveling and um yeah god led us to start going online and uh which was a huge learning curve for me because I'd been one of those people who at on i facebook I'm not going there well I think I had to um and this is probably going back to about 2014 I first joined facebook and so it it has been a a real huge learning curve but I love learning and um I'm I'm sure you do too Fred you're doing very very similar things to what we've been doing and and Fred the, the way Fred and I connected was uh, yeah it's just just supernatural it's um you yeah. know when and, and like we we kind of you know uh, you meet somebody and you hit it off or I don't know whether that whether you guys use that terminology, but yeah we were just um we just knew we were of one accord.
0: Kind of a kindred spirit is what I call that. Uh, but anyway, we we uh, just really feel in love. You, what you're really missing out because you don't get to see Gloria tonight. But she's uh, the his better half or the other half is a lovely lady, and she is um, in the midst of everything. Most generally, whenever they're doing their programming, it's uh, the the two of them together. So. So I really appreciate what they do and uh, all that they have to involve. But Gary, I want to just turn it over to you now and just let you share. I think you have something from the Lord that uh, you want to share with our, our group. And uh, so we want, I want to give you time and Liberty. uh, So you just, I'm just a little step away over here. If you need anything, we'll kick it back to me, but uh, I want to turn you loose for a little while.
1: Thank you very much, Fred. And, uh, Yeah, you'd be ready because if I need help, I'll call for help. (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm not a super duper. I'm not a super duper. I'm just a regular born again believer who just felt the need to spread the word of God. And as I said, if you listen to my testimony before, Gloria and I, we just said to each other, we need to do something. You know, Christianity is not a passive role. It's not passive. We're not supposed to be just pew warmers sitting on a seat in a church. You know, the role of the pastor, the role of the fivefold ministry is to prepare the saints for the work of ministry. You know, we the Bible says that we are prepared for good works, not by good works, but there are works involved. There are fruit. Of being born again, and you know, if if nothing else, you've got your testimony. You know that our testimony is just such a powerful, powerful tool. And every born again believer has a testimony. You know, the it it you read in the in the book of Revelations, our testimony is in the same verse as the blood of the Lamb. It says and they overcame him by the word of their testimony by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony you know overcame who satan the enemy that's right folks there's more than god out there there's an enemy out there and he's active and we have to know who we are in christ and how to defend ourselves And you know what this is this is not even the message that, that um god gave me i i prayed it. There's one thing that I, I I dislike, and that is canned messages. Canned, 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 canned messages. Um, I like if I'm listening to uh, a message, I like it to be fresh manner, and that's certainly what you're going to get tonight or today from me. As Fred said, it's it's morning here in Australia, so if I referred to morning. Because that's where I are. I am sorry. Um, I prayed about this time that I was going to be sharing with you, and I asked the Lord what He would, what I should bring to you. And I got three words. And to be honest with you, I did not know what those words meant. The words were: preach, teach, reach. Preach, teach, reach. But I, I believe that what the Holy Spirit was saying to me is you, that you can, you can preach and you can teach. But unless you reach people, then you haven't taught anything. You've got to be able to reach people. And to reach people, you've got to share your heart. Share your heart. Be vulnerable. Even that's a big word for me. Can I I'm just going to bring my um my notes up on screen here, on my screen, not on your screen. Um and for those of you who've got a Bible, um, Paul wrote about me in the Bible. <laughs> he thought he was writing about himself. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter two, verses one to five. Oh man, does this describe me this morning? Paul writes And he's writing about himself. But man, this is just so applicable to me. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That's where I'm at this morning. The message that I've got for you today is titled Roles, R-O-L-E-S, Roles. I believe there's confusion in the body of Christ over the various roles, mainly our role as born-again believers. You may not have heard anyone speak about this. I've been in ministry for decades. For a long time. When I first came into ministry, when I first got the revelation of my own salvation, I went straight out on the streets and was a preacher on the streets, sharing Jesus with anybody who would have ears to hear, who would stop and talk to me about Jesus. On the streets, I could hear other preachers, street ministers. And they were preaching a different message to what I was preaching. I I would call the message they were preaching a turn and burn message. Repent you sinners, or you'll go to hell. You know, that's not good news. That's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. It might be truth, but the gospel is good news. It is the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. You know, the law can be used lawfully to those who are self-righteous. But in all the decades I've been ministering, I've never had to use the law lawfully. That's not to say that it must not be done. This is my personal testimony that I've never had to do it. The love of God. Love is the DNA of God. I got that from... Moses for Tegney. Thank you, Moses. That's my saying now. It's a truth. It's nothing but the truth. Love is the DNA of God. Roles. R-O-L-E-S. Roles. To understand our role as born-again believers, we first need to know the role of God in this, the age of grace. Mm. But before you can understand the role of God, you need to understand who God is, that he is, that he is, that God is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But first of all, you need to know that God is Not only do you need to know that God is, but we each need to know who God is. In other words, we need to understand the Trinity, the Godhead, that there is one God in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And in the time that we've got today, Fred, um, I don't know that I'm going to have uh, enough time to cover the whole of this because I'm just looking at the clock here on the wall and it's telling me that we're already 20 minutes into our live stream this morning. But let's let's go a little bit further. Let's go to half an hour and see, um, see how we're going with this. I might have to break this message up. But um, the Trinity... Even if we just deal with who God is this morning, that's probably going to be a big step for some of the people out there in the third dimension. That's you guys who are watching this live stream. That's probably going to be big. You know, I personally have not heard many people preach on the Trinity. In fact, as thinking back, I don't think I've heard anybody teach about the Trinity. I can remember one chap who Gloria and I led to the Lord. He was from Chile. He was an Australian, um, born of Chilean parents. And we led him to the Lord. And for some time, uh, quite a number of weeks, he lived with us in our house in Wickham in Western Australia. And in conversation, he really struggled with the understanding of the trinity and i can recall praying to the lord and asking the lord for you know how i could minister to this chap and bring understanding because i am a teacher and i have um God has shown me to bring clarity and simplicity to the word that I preach or teach. And clearly the Holy Spirit said to me, teach the Trinity, but don't debate it. Teach the Trinity, but do not debate the Trinity. Because the Trinity, understanding the Trinity is foundational Christian doctrine. Understanding the Trinity is foundational Christian doctrine without this commonality of view spread across the various doctrines of Christianity. That's the one thing that we all have in common, that we have one God in three persons, God, the father, God, the son, and God the holy spirit it's not up for debate the word says that if you don't have the son you don't have the father it applies across the board let me just go to my notes you know the the individuals and they are individuals one god in three persons they are individuals they are persons each of them they're not one third god they are god each of them and they are individual persons they have a personality they don't blend into one they are one god but they are individuals they are persons you know it says in john 14:20 it says at that day this is jesus speaking to his disciples John 14 verse 20 at that day you will know that I am in my father and you he's talking to us in me and I in you now just as we are in Jesus and he is in us does that make us any less an individual no and Jesus says I am in my father and my Father is in me. Does that make Jesus any less an individual? No. Jesus says in John 10:30, I and my Father are one. Well, what does that mean? That means one God, not one person. They are three individual persons. One God in three persons. And each of those individuals, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, have a role. And their roles don't overlap. Let's have a look at one of the persons of the Trinity, one of the persons of the Godhead. Just a moment, I've just got to have a sip of water. Excuse me. Okay, turn with me to the book of John, reading from chapter 1. And I'm just going to read three verses. John chapter 1, verse 1, and then we'll go to verse 14, and then we'll go to verse 17. Uh, John 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Wow. That tells us, so much let's go back and read it such a short verse let's read it again John chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning was the word see the word had no beginning and the word has no end in the beginning was the word the word is one of the persons member of the Trinity And the Word was with God the Father. That's the second member of the Trinity. But then it says, and the Word was God. So the Word is God, and God the Father is God. Let's just scroll down to verse 14 of the same chapter, chapter 1. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The only begotten of the Father. You'll recall John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. So the word is the Son of God. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, grace and truth, full of grace and truth. Drop down to verse 17 of the same chapter. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ back up to verse 14 and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father that's the son full of grace and truth and we see that grace and truth down in verse 17 came through jesus christ So the second person of the Godhead, the first person of the Godhead, is God the Father. The second person of the Godhead is the Word, that is, the Son of God, that is, Jesus. Because God became a man. God became flesh and dwelt among us. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Now, I want to bring clarity here. I really want to super emphasize this. The word of God, the word is Jesus. The word is the son. The word is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the third person in the Godhead. The Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is not one third of God. The Holy Spirit is God. I, I'm reluctant to move on to the roles of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit without putting more emphasis on who God, the Trinity, The Godhead are. So let me just revisit it. Revisit that. We have God the Father. We have that God the Father is the first person of the Trinity, of the Godhead. God the Father is God. The second person of the Trinity, and when I say first, second, and third, I'm just doing that for the sake of clarifying that they are individual persons, not ranking them. It's not like this one is more important than that one is more important than that one. So please don't read anything into this that I haven't actually said. The second person of the Godhead is the Word, is the Son of God, is Jesus. So you can see Jesus has actually... You might say three names. He is the word. He is the son of God and he is Jesus. And the third person of the Godhead is the Holy Spirit. The spirit of the father is in the Holy Spirit. The spirit of the son is in the, in the Holy Spirit. And when I say the spirit of the son, I'm talking about the spirit of Jesus. I'm talking about the spirit of the word. Because the Word, the Son of God, and Jesus are one and the same. And then you have the Holy Spirit himself. Clarity, clarity, clarity. I want to bring clarity on this point. The Word of God is not the Holy Spirit, nor is the Word of God, God the Father. The Word is the Son of God. The word is Jesus. You you can't understand the roles that the Godhead plays in this age of grace unless you've got the clarity on who the persons of the Trinity are, on who the Godhead is. You know, we've already gone past 30 minutes. So, Fred, can I call you back in to come and join with me and um to make comments I, d- I don't want to make this a massive massive um teaching let's let's keep the simplicity with it and i need to work out how to get out of this screen yeah, no, I- not a
0: not a problem uh, i i i i love how you started we i, I like the, the the preach teach and reach and in order to reach anybody we have to have that clarity you're talking about and so I, I just I love that the way that that you've brought that forth, and I've been taking a ton of notes here because it's, it's important uh, that that we kind of lace those things together. Uh, we started out with the word of our testimony, and we have that Holy Spirit, that third person of the of the Trinity, that now dwells in us because Jesus. Um, died and went back. And then he sent the Holy Spirit so that the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. And so mm-hmm. that's a powerful part. And, and for us to exercise any, uh, and to participate with that, this threefold God, we do that through the Holy Spirit and, and um, operating in our in our life. And so that is, that is important that we understand that the three parts of god and that all of them are equal all of them are i mean you brought that out wonderfully i i like i like that
1: and the thing is about that fred is it's not up for debate no, um it no. doesn't matter what uh, you know they're supposed to be different um branches of the church in other words and what what makes them different is that they have variations to their understanding to their doctrine. Um, And that's the way it is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. However, there are foundational truths that are not negotiable. And if you don't have this foundation of the doctrine of the Trinity, um, then you're not Christian. It's it, it's not up for debate. It's non-negotiable, Fred.
0: Yeah, And, and I think, you know, um, moving forward with with uh, the roles and I, I, take the time. We're not worried about the time. Uh, people can go back and watch this a little bit at a time if they need to. But um, just kind of keep rolling. I I really, I really want you to get to the roles, uh, because I think it's really important that we don't leave that out. Oh
1: yeah well because fred because um this this is not this is the first time i've spoken on this and like as fred was saying to me he sent me a message this morning folks this is this will make you smile uh the message he sent me this morning was if 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 the holy spirit still hasn't given you anything because a lot of times (laughs) any minister will tell you this you get it at the 11th hour and um yeah I I really wanted to, I didn't want to bring a canned message I really wanted to bring something fresh and this 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 is fresh it's it's not new but it's fresh it's it's um fresh manner from the holy spirit so i'm very very considerate of time though fred um are you sure you want to go into roles because if we go into the roles then we've probably really got to look at them and it's probably going to be another half now just dealing with the roles would you do you want to do that because i think we've really established at this stage who the the three persons of the trinity is who the godhead is and i'm Tending to think that roles is probably a bit big to bite on on this morning. And if if I can just give you an overview of the roles. Sure. See, most the the problem with roles is not obviously the God, God knows his roles. Uh, for us to understand the roles that God plays, the three persons of the Trinity plays means that we need it's so that we can fit you know what is our role as a born-again believer and this is this is the overview what is our role as a born-again believer well let me first of all talk about what our role is not our role is not to do the work of the Holy Spirit I mean repeat that Amen. and you'd probably be thinking to yourself, What on earth is he talking about? Well, I'll explain what I'm talking about, but I really want you to think about this. When you go into your city mall, be it a Friday night or a Saturday night, now most city malls, if they're like here in Australia, you will hear between about 9pm and midnight, people on their soapbox preaching you know, they're street ministers, they're preaching. And what is the message that they're bringing? You think about it. Have you ever walked towards one of those preachers and not wanted to get close, not wanted to go close to them? That's because they're bringing a turn and burn message. It's not good news. Why do you want to go up near someone who's not preaching something that's good, something that's loving, something that's reaching out to you and embracing you? They're preaching, repent you sinners who are going to hell. Turn or burn message. It's not the gospel. What they've actually done is stepped over the fence and they're doing the work of the Holy Spirit. Wrong role. That's the wrong role. You see, the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the world, he condemns the world of sin. That's the role of the Holy Spirit to the world, not to the born-again believer, because the Holy Spirit to the born-again believer is the comforter. Condemnation of sin is not comforting. So I'm, I'm just giving you an overview. The overview of the role of the Holy Spirit to the world is to condemn the world of sin. And this is, this is a pricing. This is like a compact version. There's more to it than that. But I just want to give you the cold, hard facts. The Holy Spirit ministers to the world and he brings condemnation of sin. To the born-again believer, the Holy Spirit is the comforter, the helper, the friend, Totally different role. So, what is our role? And the classic example of these street preachers, you step over the fence when you bring in condemnation. And if you're preaching a turn or burn message in the streets, that's condemning. Repent, you sinner, or you're going to hell. Might be the truth, but it's not good news. You see, we. Jesus summed up what the role of the born-again believer is. He said, the works that I do and greater works than these shall you do. We are not to do the works of the Holy Spirit. We are to do the works of Jesus. We are to continue doing what Jesus did. He said, go into all the world. And preach the gospel to every nation and make disciples of all the nations that's our role the gospel is the good news not all of the bible is the gospel the gospel is the good news the bible contains the gospel but if it's not good news then it's not the gospel and Fred, I, I think that that is kind of a, a summary. And, you know, to go into the full, um, just follow my notes because I did did write down some notes. Um, it would just be too time consuming this morning. So if you don't mind, Fred, um, can I hand back to you? And sure, we bet you. wind it up at that point.
0: You bet. And thank you so much. We appreciate uh, your input. Uh, there the goodness of God is, is what leads men to repentance. And that is the, that's, that's the, the sweetness of the good news is that it's God's goodness, uh, that really does the work. It's, and it is, it is the, uh, it's his, it's what Jesus did. It's what, mm. uh, the word did for us. And, um, the Holy Spirit comes to enact the word and, and to perform the word, it says and so it you know the holy the, the the integration of of the love of god which comes from from the father um flows down through all of the other actions that that uh, that occur to make them I, I i've recently done some study about you know being in christ and we think about that and um it's one of those you know, what is his role? How do you be in Christ? Well, it's like you started out with with the um the triune God being where we they're they're all in each other. They're not they're not the a different person, they're all you know, one God. And so if they are if, if we're created like God, like like him. Then we're created to be in Him, uh, and some some of the Scripture says in, and some of the other Scriptures will say into. And I love that word into because it gives me a better picture of what what a believer is is to be into this God that is that exists in three people, who is completely sold out for. Uh, I mean, completely given to us. He created us to have fellowship with him. <laughs> That's mind-boggling. I that I think that is so hard to get your head around. But man, I mean, to I love the way you've taken us back to the simplicity of this of the scripture and say, God is one. And it's important for us to understand that that He is triune, as He is one God. Man, I, I, that really stirs me up. And uh, once again, get so difficult to understand that. And, and there's lots of applications that, that have been put that, you know, like the egg and the all kinds of different things that um, have been used to try to describe uh, something that is completely undescribable. you know, indescribable. Uh, I love, I love telling, I mean, when my example would just be I'm, I'm one person, but whenever I'm with Irene, I'm a husband when I'm with my kids, well, I'm a father, when I'm with, <laughs> so I have these different personalities, but I'm just one, I'm one, it's all me, you know, but I do move into different roles whenever that's, that's so inadequate to describe the trying God, it, it really, none of the examples that have, that men have come up with really even comes close in my opinion, but um, I just, just love it, but the, to, to, to go back to how you began, it's our testimony. It's how we can testify of that triune God that is vital. And it causes us to be an overcomer. And uh, it, it, it helps us to go and preach and teach, but most of all, to reach, to actually impact somebody. I love the um, the application you had about uh, the scripture that you read about, and it's not It's not, um, uh, it's in demonstration, not just a word only, but in demonstration uh, because God performs that word. He opens that word up and it's actually real stuff that we can get a hold of. That is, man, you've, you've just stirred me up tonight. I so appreciate you, Brother Gary, just uh, coming along and, and uh, giving us this and getting us really, Uh, Stirred up about the simplicity of the word, but the depth of it. Wow. It's been awesome. Uh, Again, I want to just try to remind everybody that 806-338-2929. If you want to get somebody to pray for you, we'd be glad to have, uh, we'd be glad if you would call in and avail yourself of that prayer line that's open right now. Um, Brother Gary, man, I think you've got to come back and uh, do it again maybe finish this up
1: Uh, thanks fred um yeah that probably that would be good because what we could do i I really didn't even go into the roles because what i'm looking at is our role we really need to get a handle on our role you know you see the holy spirit is our helper the Holy Spirit does not need our help. Mm. He's there to help us in our role. And, you know, if you're an evangelist, um, you know that in the fivefold ministry, the job of the evangelist is the easiest job of all because when the evangelist will be going, what? <laughs> the, re- the reason I say that, and I know that, that you're a, You're you're an evangelist, Fred. (laughs) So (laughs) um, the reason I say this is to make the emphasis that the Holy Spirit has been working on the people for their entire life, preparing them for us, the evangelists, to bring the good news to them. Mm -hmm. It's like the Holy Spirit is prepare this Jesus-shaped vacuum on the inside of every man and every woman, and we come along and preach Jesus, and it fits, and it just goes, right? That's why the evangelists can spend 30 seconds speaking the word and then give them the opportunity to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they say yes. Did they connect? Well, you'd have to be able to see the heart to know that we can hear the words out of our mouth but salvation is in two places it's in the heart and it's out of the mouth so but the point is and i'm not i'm not um making light of the work of the evangelist but i'm saying that the evangelist needs to realize that it's it's because of the work of the holy spirit has done in preparing us now the holy spirit does not um, lead the person to Jesus it's us we are given that responsibility and um, an honour to be able to share the gospel you know the word says you know uh, without somebody going out to to um, to preach you know we, without the preacher then people won't be reached But the preparation is done by the Holy Spirit. We go out and share the love of God, share the goodness of God. People respond to that. We must provide them with the opportunity to accept Jesus as their Lord, to give him lordship in their life and to to come into the family. At that point in time, it is the Holy Spirit's role to baptize that person into the body of Christ. And that is called the new birth that is called um, being born again amen back over to you Fred
0: amen amen uh that that's just a um, really wraps it up for me because that that is the whole um bottom line of what God wants for us. He wants us to be his children He wants amen. us to be born again born into the kingdom, born from above and so you know, it, that's the good news. It really, truly is, um, brother Gary. I I just uh, really appreciate if you have anything that you would like to kind of wrap up and say, and and then if you would close us with a word of prayer for tonight.
1: Thank you, Fred.
0: Go ahead. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm just I just want to give the people in the third dimension. That's you guys out there who are watching these two faces on your screen this morning. <clears throat> If you've got something out of this message today, then believe me, it's the Holy Spirit. Because I have not come to you with excellency of speech. Sometimes I tumble, I stumble over my words, as I just did then, tumble, stumble. You know, God is a spirit. We are created in his image. We too are spirit beings. Some people have an awareness of the spirit world. You, my friend, are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. That is the truth, whether you understand it, whether you have revelation of it or not. Decision One Ministries is a mighty teaching ministry. I encourage you to plug into this ministry to listen to the Fred Hughes shows and to all of his other outreaches. Fred is making disciples of the nations. I thoroughly endorse this ministry. Fred, did you ask me to close with prayer or or where are we going from here?
0: Yeah, let's just wrap it up and uh, go ahead and, and pray for fo- folks. Um, give us uh, give us just a, a blessing. Send us off. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, thank you very much, Fred. I'm honored to be here again. Father God, I, I thank you for this opportunity to bring your word to <clears throat> to the people who have ears to hear. I thank you that your word has touched hearts today i thank you that this ministry changes lives for the better through the hearing of the word of god father god for those who have received your word it brings supernatural change and in the name of jesus i just speak supernatural blessings over those who are hearing your word today no matter whether it be in this live stream or in the recording I thank you God that lives are changed for the better I thank you God that your your word is spirit and it is life to those who receive it Father God I thank you for the the people that you bring. Jesus said, I will build, build my church. I thank you for this opportunity. And I close this meeting in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Uh Everyone, uh, that prayer line is still open. 806-338-2929. And I just um, encourage you to join in with us again next Thursday night, every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. I'm going to continue to try to bring great men of God, women of God in to uh, just share with the word of God with you. To encourage you, to build you up, to give you um, blessings. In Jesus' mighty name, have a good night. Amen. Thank you again, Gary. Thanks, Fred. God, God, bless. God bless. Bye. If you enjoyed the show today, be sure and get the download and the uh, show notes that we have available for you. If you agree that this is place to be, invite your friends. Use those little buttons to uh, connect us to your Facebook friends and others. And if you have not subscribed, do it today. Check out our free downloads. This is the Fred Hughes Show signing off.